Today on The Faction, we recap NXT Deadline plus Impact slash TNA has made major headlines. All of this and more today on The Faction. What's going on, family? Happy Monday. Welcome to another edition of The Faction. Of course, I'm your man, Gerard Bonner. And let me tell you something. The year is ending in a pretty incredible way. And really, it's just a great reflection of all that 2023 has been in the sport of pro wrestling. What a year. And my commitment to you is very, very soon, we will be going through our year-end review So many incredible moments this year. So many things to talk about. We'll get into all of those from, of course, WWE, AEW, New Japan, Impact, the Indies. Yeah, we're going to get into all of it. It's going to be a very comprehensive set of shows. So I hope that you guys are prepared to tune in. But before we get there, we've got to cover the final premium live event on the WWE calendar for 2023. That is NXT deadline. And we'll get into that. But first, thank you guys for continuing to support all things connected to the faction. It is widely appreciated. And all of you who've been so kind in congratulating me on my four-year commentary anniversary, thank you guys so much. You've purchased merch. You've done all of the things. And I am extremely grateful. Shout out to all of you who continue to stay connected to what we're doing by way of social media at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And it has come to my attention that a lot of you may be coming from different spaces or don't know that this is a thing. So if you're new, you see me in some other spaces, be it in the commentary world or perhaps even on some of the other shows, WWT Live or Wrestle Extra, and it's your first time checking out the podcast, welcome aboard. Yes, We've got a full wrestling podcast here, and uh, it's a really, really fun, fun time for sure. So there's a lot to get into, and of course, I want to start with NXT. We'll obviously get into some things happening from Impact, and then this week, speaking of Impact, we'll get into Impact's final live event under the Impact brand that's called Final Resolution. But today, we're going to spend some time talking about NXT Deadline. And so let's start here. Of course, this event took place in Bridgeport, Connecticut this past Saturday and kicked off with a pre-show match that saw Axiom defeat Nathan Fraser. Then when we get into Deadline, we start off with the North American Championship match as Dragon Lee defeats Dirty Dominic Mysterio to become the new NXT North American Champion. In the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge match, Blair Davenport bests Fallon Henley, Tiffany Stratton, Kalani Jordan, 
and Lash Legend to become the Iron Survivor winner. Carmelo Hayes defeats Lexus King. And then in the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge match, Trick Williams defeats Josh Briggs, Tyler Bate, Dijak, and Braun Breaker to become the Men's Iron Survivor winner. Kiana James defeats Roxanne Perez inside of a steel cage. And last but not least, Ilya Dragunov retains the NXT Championship by defeating Baron Corbin. There were so many moments in this premium live event, which, by the way, went head-to-head with AEW Collision and Impact's final resolution. So, again, just talking about the best times in the world of pro wrestling, three major events happening at the same time, two of them being pay-per-view slash premium live events. It's just a great time to be a wrestling fan right now. And if you're playing catch-up, no worries, don't feel bad. Thankfully, there is an on-demand feature for all of these spaces. Now then, back to NXT Deadline, which again, that pre-show match was insane. Certainly worthy of being on the actual premium live event, but Axiom and Nathan Fraser, hashtag fight forever. Like really, these two guys, they get it, they understand it fast-paced. It's the kind of match where you look back at the rest of the locker room and say, follow that. And that was an amazing moment. So definitely check that out. Now then, Dragon Lee defeats Dirty Dominic Mysterio for the North American Championship. Now, I have to start here because on this podcast, we've not talked about how we got here. This match was originally supposed to be Wes Lee against Dirty Dominic Mysterio. Wes Lee is out for 8 to 12 months with a back injury as announced on this past episode of NXT. It was actually quite scary to see him standing in the ring on one crutch. It really looked like he was very, very sick and very, very hurt. And so by no means was this uh, a storyline. This is a real thing. And all of our thoughts and prayers are with Wesley. Eight to 12 months is a very long time. At the same time, we see how quickly eight to 12 months can pass because we are in December of 2023 getting ready to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. But we wish a speedy recovery for Wesley. And who knows, when Wesley comes back, we could be looking at a very different NXT. And we'll get into that as this particular episode progresses. Now then, one could wonder if Wesley was supposed to be the Lee that became the North American champion. Instead, Dragon Lee steps in and defeats Dirty Dominic Mysterio to become the North American champion. Now, this gets interesting for a couple of reasons. For one, Dragon Lee is still very much a superstar on SmackDown. Of course, he's an NXT alumnus, and I call him an alumnus because... He's made the move, right? He's officially part of the SmackDown brand. So what does it mean that the NXT North American Championship is once again being held by a member of the quote-unquote main roster? It means that we're guaranteed to see somebody from SmackDown on NXT, which is never a bad thing. Dragon Lee is still close enough to NXT in terms of his time away where it doesn't feel like a SmackDown superstar. But that's the deal. And again, don't get too caught up in that. I know some people who hate the idea that someone outside of NXT actually holds a championship in NXT. But hey, let's deal with it. If anything, it makes the NXT championship that much more 
prestigious. So congratulations to Dragon Lee. And you've got to wonder at this point, Will there be a plan for Dominic Mysterio to regain the championship? Remember the last time he lost the North American championship, that was to Trick Williams. He would then gain it back literally three days later. Will there be an impromptu rematch thanks to Rhea Ripley happening tomorrow on NXT? Who knows? Time will tell, but we'll certainly pay attention to that. Congratulations again to Dragon Lee, the new North American champion. Now let's talk about this Iron Survivor Challenge. Part of the challenge, and this is one of the reasons why we're going to be doing some more episodes, because a lot of things happen in a seven-day period. And I believe that one of the things that we saw last Tuesday on NXT was the coming out party for Lash Legend. Lash Legend's body slam of Otis last week had well over two and a half million views in about 24 hours on Twitter alone. Not to mention all of the reposts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's crazy how Lash Legend in this last month has really become that one. And so we congratulate her for her ascension. And she did something in this Iron Survivor Challenge that no person had ever done. She literally got two falls simultaneously. And it looked like she was going to win this thing. And then Blair Davenport tied her up. And then what was crazy was Lash Legend ends up in the penalty box and only gets out with 15 seconds to spare. Not enough time to make a fall. Blair Davenport wins the Iron Survivor Challenge and will now challenge Lyra Valkyria for the NXT Women's Championship at New Year's Evil. What a match. And I'll say this. While Blair Davenport won, I think we are seeing the rise of the superstar that is Lash Legend. I'm telling you guys, you're going to want to pay attention to what she's doing. And congratulations to everybody in this match. They gave us an amazing performance. You talk about coming out party. We might have to make an argument that Kalani Jordan might be a candidate for Rookie of the Year in NXT. Only six months in the business and already in this Iron Survivor Challenge. Very impressive showing. Tiffany Stratton at this point looks to be ready to head to Raw or SmackDown. It certainly seems that way. But we'll see because she's got that star power and we'll see how she will factor in to the NXT Women's Championship hunt. Now to Carmelo Hayes and Lexus King. A great match, great showing for Lexus King, getting his first spot on a premium live event. Carmelo Hayes wins, hoping to somewhat exonerate himself from this idea of being the assailant of Trick Williams. And it still doesn't feel like all is right in the Trick Willie gang, but... It seems as though Chuck Williams trusts Carmelo Hayes more, which is what Carmelo Hayes wants. We still haven't fully figured out the connection between Carmelo Hayes and Lexus King. But like the Transformers, there is indeed more than meets the eye to this. Now then, speaking of Trick Williams and that men's Iron Survivor Challenge. What a story, guys. Like, what a story. It's very clear that Trick Williams walked into this as the fan favorite. But boy, did he have a rough way to go. And you start talking about a coming out party. What a coming out party it was for Josh Briggs, who stood toe to toe with Dijak. He picked up several falls on his own. And the way this whole thing went down, it was really anybody's ball game, it seemed. It seemed as though everybody had two or three falls. And then Trick had zero. 
leading into like the last two minutes of the match. And then somehow, some way, he gets four falls in like two minutes or a minute and a half. Trick Williams is amazing. Trick Williams comes out and wins the Iron Survivor Challenge. And now he will head to New Year's Evil and get a shot at the NXT Championship against Ilya Dragunov. Kiana James, Roxanne Perez, what a great steel cage match. And it looked like we were going to see a win from Roxanne Perez when Izzy Dane showed up on behalf of Kiana James, created some havoc, and Kiana James wins the steel cage match. What I love, and this is the overarching theme I feel from NXT Deadline, is the continual rise of new stars. I don't know how NXT has continued to do this now for the last decade, but they keep building new stars. They keep taking their time and they keep presenting these stars in a way where we love to see them. And so, like it or not, NXT is no longer really a developmental brand. It is absolutely a legitimate third brand continuing to build stars for the future. And that's what happened here with Kiana James, as well as Roxanne Perez, who already has that star power to her. The main event, Ilya Dragunov, Baron Corbin, another amazing matchup. Baron Corbin, for all of the talking and psychology that he did leading into this, still wasn't able to take out Ilya Dragunov. And those who may not remember Ilya Dragunov from NXT UK, I want to implore you to head back to the WWE Network on Peacock and check out NXT UK and the incredible things that Ilya Dragunov put himself through. His matches against the artist formerly known as Walter. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And to be clear, Dragunov never lost the NXT UK championship. He had to give it up as a result of injury. So yeah, Dragunov is something special. And I'm intrigued now to see what will happen at New Year's Evil. Particularly will... Carmelo Hayes show his hand, show his face. Carmelo can't be happy about the idea of Trick Williams getting an NXT title shot before him. But speaking of Carmelo Hayes, that too could change because it was just announced that the NXT superstar who will be involved in the number one contenders tournament for the U.S. championship is Carmelo Hayes. What a representative of NXT Carmelo Hayes will be in this tournament. And this could be that time, folks. Time for us to start acknowledging that Carmelo Hayes is not just ready for the big time, but literally is on his way. Can you imagine Carmelo Hayes advancing and becoming the number one contender for the U.S. championship against Logan Paul? Oh, family, it absolutely could happen. And so we'll be keeping our eyes and ears peeled for this because it should be amazing. Now then, we're going to take a quick break and talk about some major news connected to Impact Wrestling that I think you're going to find to be very interesting. Can't wait to share that because there's a lot of Impact news coming up when we come back. This is the Stroke Daddy Ricky Starks, and you know I only do it one way, and that's big. You're not listening to The Faction. I've known Dylan since he was 15. I've known what a crazy fanatic he's been. He never just went and played. So what are you doing? 
Well, you know, I got to plan the show first. He wants to be the guy shaping. Dylan used to run shows back in his hometown, and ever since he moved to Atlanta, I know that he's been really wanting to start his own company here. I had that fear of not being what's interesting in Atlanta. I said, I'm going to start my own wrestling promotion. You need to get in a room with this guy. Because at the end of the day, wrestling had grown stale in Georgia. I'm like, dude, this guy's ruffling everybody's feathers. Dylan learned that I'm impatient, and I announced that we were going to start a promotion 90 days later. And I knew that I had no content. But then I started to see all the things that he was doing. It was starting to look really professional. Gary had stirred up so much shit. We were gonna be the laughing stock of the entire city if we didn't deliver. Perception's reality. How did we get on Southern an Honor? What was the process of them walking over there like, I'm gonna do that? I thought, honestly, he was dead. You hear his brain swelling. I literally thought Southern Honor was probably done. You always told me, if you don't like an idea, come up with a better idea. You're telling me you won't listen to the idea? And we're gonna pack 1,000 people! I couldn't wait for an answer from Chris. We weren't sure. No confirmation. How about that? The lights are going out here. The first indie show I've ever done in 23 years was with Southern Honor, and now everyone's talking about this company. Nothing bigger than that's ever gonna happen here for it a few minutes later. It was extremely hard to maintain relationships because I was working with Gary. I don't know that they would go to war for me. They would go to war for Dylan. Finally, this year is going to be mine, COVID. I can honestly say my last match will be here just because Southern Honor is that special to me. So many things that have happened in my life that you could write on paper and it would read as a book. And Southern Honor is just another chapter. As long as there's a been, are you ready? Yes! Hey guys, before we hop back into the podcast, I want to let you know that you have the opportunity to wear the merch of hopefully your favorite commentator. That's right, I have merch available representing us here at The Faction and representing my journey. Lego. You've likely heard about my journey into pro wrestling, and if you haven't, I can sum it up in a couple of words. Uh-oh. It took me five seconds of courage to bet on me. Yeah. So we've got great merch out there allowing you to tell the world about five seconds of courage and betting on you. Uh-huh. you can check out that merch right now at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. Check out this new merch representing yours truly in the world of pro wrestling. Bet on you. Five seconds of courage. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. I know you're going to dig this. What's up, y'all? It's the Intergalactic Soul, the Honorable Brother, the Revolutionary Ourself, Darius Lockhart here. And I'm here with some exciting news on how you can watch our shape from home all across the globe. All you have to do is go to OurShapeWrestling.com and click on the tab, Watch OurShape. There, starting at midnight, November 24th on Black Friday, there'll be a downloadable link available for purchase that will send you directly to the iShape live stream held on December 1st. From there, select your item. Click on the box, get your link. Check out using the cart located in the bottom right corner of your screen. Click check out, enter your form of payment information and complete your purchase. Once you're done, there'll be the option to download the item. 
Click this and download the PDF format attached. And once it opens, there'll be a link at the bottom sending you directly to the live stream of the first ever Ashe show. Simple enough, we'll get this. The pricing will go back to the official price of only $15, hopefully still an affordable price for you and your people to enjoy. I hope this is an easy process for everyone and that you join us either in the building or on our live stream for Ashe Wrestling. I hope to see you there, Ashe. What's up, guys? This is Mark here in the World's Strongest Man, and you're tuned in to The Faction. What an absolutely amazing year it has been for Impact Wrestling in 2023. Starting the year with the last rodeo, Mickey James, it seemed like she might retire, but instead she wins the Impact Knockouts Championship. Then literally on the same day, somewhere in March, we get both Josh Alexander and Mickey James relinquishing their championships due to injury, which is crazy. Then perhaps the biggest piece of news on the Impact calendar, the signing of Trinity that happened in May. Trinity would win the Knockouts Championship in July, and it's just really led to some amazing things happening for Impact Wrestling. Then we find out, Toward the end of the year, that Impact will be returning to the name that made them a household name in 2002, the name of their origin, Total Nonstop Action or TNA. So then we get the announcement over the weekend that Impact Plus, which is the streaming platform for Impact, will now change starting January the 5th and it will become TNA Plus. But here is what's really special about it. They have partnered with Endeavor Streaming to deliver this brand new on-demand streaming service. Now, here's how this is going to work. This is part of a multi-year deal where TNA Plus powered by Endeavor Streaming. Now, here's what this is going to mean. So if you currently have the Impact Plus streaming platform, you know that you get to experience a number of their special attraction pay-per-views However, their big four, which is called their tentpole events, you don't get to see. And those include events like Hard to Kill and Slammiversary. Well, now, guess what? You'll be able to see that as part of TNA+. So here's how it's going to work. TNA Plus will have a new dynamic look. It'll have expanded options and increased functionality. You'll be able to access this at TNAWrestling.com. You can also access it on Apple platforms, Android platforms, Fire TV, Apple TV, Android TV, and Roku, which is awesome. Now, subscribers will have the choice of a special attraction membership that features access to the full TNA Impact Library and all TNA special pay-per-view programming besides the four tentpole annual events. That's offered at $9.99 a month. Then there is the World Championship membership tier. That will include all of the perks of the special attraction tier, which I just told you about. Plus, it will include the four tentpole pay-per-view events. That's offered at a price of $219.99 per year. So this is a great opportunity for all things connected to TNA. Now here's what also is interesting. The company that they're partnering with, Endeavor Streaming, yeah, that name Endeavor sounds familiar because it is a subsidiary of that Endeavor. The same Endeavor 
that brings us the WWE Network and, yeah, is is the parent company for TKO, which is, yeah, part of WWE. So the idea that Endeavor has the WWE Network and all things WWE and now TNA under its umbrella is wildly interesting to me. Never thought I'd see the day where these kinds of things are together, but it is. And it does make things extremely interesting for all things TNA. Now, speaking of TNA, there's another piece of news coming out of TNA, which I think is going to be crazy. And that is a new signing. TNA has signed Trent Seven. Now, we know Trent Seven from a couple of places because Trent Seven spent some time inside NXT UK as part of Mustache Mountain with Tyler Bate. They are former NXT Tag Team Champions. Trent Seven had a brief run in AEW, and I do mean very brief, but now he is a part of TNA, which is exciting. Speaking of TNA, their first major event as TNA will happen at Hard to Kill, which will be in Las Vegas on January the 13th. Well, the following day, They have an event called TNA Snake Eyes. And two of the biggest talent in all of pro wrestling will be involved in this. Will Ospreay, newly signed to AEW, will be at TNA's Snake Eyes as he will take on Josh Alexander in a rematch of an absolute classic that they had a couple of months ago. Then the soon-to-be free agent Kazuchika Okada will return to TNA as he teams with the Motor City Machine Guns to take on Moose, Eddie Edwards, and Brian Myers. So, all the talk that we have had about WWE and AEW, etc., Impact, soon to be TNA, they're killing it right now. And the fact that they can bring in Osprey and Okada on the same night, Yeah, we need to pay attention to TNA and all they're going to be doing in 2024. So congratulations. What a big weekend. And later this week, we'll be talking about Final Resolution. We'll talk all the way through that particular event with some more news connected to Impact slash TNA. And we'll get you up to speed on several other things that are happening in the world of pro wrestling. One other interesting piece of news before we get out of here is connected to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And this one is big. So one of the first big events on the wrestling calendar for the start of any year is Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom this year will take place, of course, at the Tokyo Dome. And a major piece of news dropped today that is pretty significant. So so Will Ospreay has held the IWGP United States and what he christened the UK Championships for quite some time. But David Finley happened to destroy those titles at Power Struggle in November. As a result, the chairman of New Japan Pro Wrestling announced that there will be a new championship to replace the United States slash UK championship. That title has been officially christened the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Now, of course, the history of the U.S. title dates back to July 2017, which was the first event to mark New Japan's entry into the United States. And so now this new championship, which combines the U.S. and U.K. championship, is really designed to ensure that New Japan sees their presence grow, not just in the U.K. and the U.S., but all throughout Europe, 
and Asia. Now, believe it or not, there was actually discussion of renewing the ever popular IWGP Intercontinental Championship. But according to New Japan, they see this new global heavyweight championship as a new level of international involvement. And so that's how the name of the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship came into play. That title will be decided at Wrestle Kingdom on January the 4th between Will Ospreay, John Moxley, and David Finley. The winner of that will be the first recognized IWGP Global Heavyweight Champion. Should be a very interesting week in the world of pro wrestling this week as tonight CM Punk makes his decision as to whether or not he will sign with Raw, SmackDown, or NXT as we saw him in NXT over the weekend. Plus, we've got more with the Continental Classic in AEW. We'll be talking more about Impact and some other great things as we prepare for Ring of Honor's final battle pay-per-view, which takes place this Friday, which will be headlined by Athena versus Billy Starks for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. All right, family, until next time, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the EP, John Murray, I am Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. I'm my pain.